Hello and welcome to the Nerdcast. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and with me today are Nathan Bearhand Swee and Graham I Wipe My Ass Standing Up Cookson. How you doing, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We are not using that. <laughs> so, okay, um, we don't first know. off, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, we're um, using this. Let's, uh, okay. What do you guys think about this week's uh, theme song? We got a new theme song going on. Lynn Case, the awesome, the uh, the amazingly uh, awesome Lynn Case. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> okay, uh, okay, we got to settle down here. We're recording, and we're we're sticking with this. No, we're not. Okay, uh, yes. oh, oh, no, oh, oh, I want to say. Oh, no, I'm not going to say. It, it, oh, you're such a guy. <laughs> if this is the uh, if this is the first time you've uh, tuned in to the Nerdcast, this is, isn't how we normally do it. We're we're a little rowdy today. Um, I think that we can uh, attribute that directly to um, the main man, Glenn Case, writing us and composing and doing everything. Our new theme song um, for the Sega Nerdcast, and you're going to hear that at the start of every Nerdcast from now on. I think it's really awesome, and uh, not many people can can say they have their own theme song. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, it is pretty cool. We've got a theme song, and all our names are in it. That's right. What do you think, Graham? You're not you're not mad at us, are you? Yes. <laughs> Graham's <laughs> not talking. <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to use you'll this. Feel, no. You'll feel better. <laughs> no, no, we stop no, this. No, we have to use this now. Are you oh. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Graham, this is what we call internet gold, buddy. We're sticking with it. Fine. <laughs> no, and um. In case you guys didn't know, Glenn Case, he's the one who who's responsible for all the music throughout the Captain S show. And as you know, as you uh, know, if you've listened to the Nerdcast before, uh, we've had uh, um, Brett and Devin from the Captain S show on numerous times. And I've really just grew such um, a, a fondness of the music throughout the series um, that I found I found out um, who was uh, responsible for it, and I started talking to Glenn, and uh, he came up with the, the song and. Uh, I thought it was really awesome, and I really appreciate him. So um, if you if you liked our song and liked what he did um, during the Captain S series, you can go to his website. It's uh, www.glencase.com. It's G-L-E-N-N-C-A-S-E.com. So check it out. He has some really great stuff going on there, and thanks again, Glenn. Um, I, I got to say that I'm, I'm a little bit upset myself this week because I'm getting kicked out of my game room. I have to move all my video game equipment and everything out. I'm, I have to move it out of my Why? game room. Um, the wife, as, as some people may know, um, she's pregnant with our third child. And uh, the little we, we have a three-bedroom house, and the third bedroom is the kind of toy room slash game room. It's kind of where I kept all my video game stuff, and I was able just to throw it all in one room. And now she's nesting, so she wants everything gone. And I have no idea where I'm going to put it. And it's just all on a, you know, on a big stack on the floor. And after I pulled everything out and have all my systems and video games sitting there, I really am surprised how much video games I really have. So we're going to have to see what I'm going to do here. I'm, I'm really upset. Don't know where I'm going to put my video games. And she doesn't want them around anywhere. So we're going to see about me. that. Yeah, maybe I'll just give them all away. Fuck <laughs> you guys. So, so that's what we got going on this weekend. Um, and uh, I, I want to say um, that I'm sorry that we haven't been around for the past couple of weeks. We just uh, we just been busy. What, what can you say? We're busy guys leading busy lives. So that's how it goes. So um, Nathan, how about you uh, give us a good transition to the newsstand? Okay. Um, let's see. Sega held uh, their Gamers Day event. Uh, I don't know how long ago was that now? A couple of weeks. It was a. Uh, 
I think it was last week sometime. All right. Well, they there. held some Gamers Day event where it was basically they invited a bunch of press people over and showed off a lot of new stuff that um, they've got in development. They announced some things we didn't know about that all that are going to be coming soon, I guess. They talked the about season. a lot of stuff we didn't know about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. one of the first... You know, yeah, they announced several games. One of the first ones they announced was uh, Ghost Squad for the Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. Ghost Squad is an arcade shooter game from AM2, uh, the same developers that made uh, Virtua Cop. Right. And it was released uh, in arcades in 2004, I think. And you're f- you're familiar with the game, aren't you? Or is that is that Graham who's played it before? No, Graham's played it. I haven't actually played it. Okay. Before. Hey, Graham, can you tell us a little bit about about the game? How does like, it compare? Like how does it compare to other light gun shooters? Then you played Virtual Cop and Time Crisis and all that House of the Dead, right? It it's I guess it's similar to um, Virtual Cop in a way. Like um, you know how you get like you shoot the bad guys and they die instantly, no matter where you hit them. Unlike House of the Dead, right. where you have to shoot them in the head. It's similar to Confidential Mission too for um, the Dreamcast. Yeah, it's probably a bit more like that. Cause you've got these sort of little side sort of mission things you do, like like in confidential mission, like you get trapped in a room, you have to like shoot them. The gas vents. Like, yeah, you have to shoot the gas and stuff to see right. them coming out. You got sort of little things like that, but you like rescue hostages and things like that instead. Okay. What do you think about it? Do you think it? it and you oh, have, like, I was about to say you have these like close combat situations where you have to like disarm a guy with a knife mm-hmm. and things like that. Do you think oh, it'll cool. transition to the Wii very well? I think it'd be great. You think on the Wii, so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the game's got loads of different routes in it, which is one really good thing mm-hmm. about it. So, like, depending on how well you do, you open up different routes and stuff. Okay. And um, from what I hear, the Wii's got loads of extra things, like extra weapons and stuff. Yeah, okay. It's pretty exciting. So, yeah, they've announced really cool. that the Wii version is going to have several modes. Um, the full arcade game will be included. They're adding some multiplayer aspects, like stuff for up to four players, which did the arcade version did not have, so... Uh, arcade version had two yeah. players only. So, yeah, that should be pretty exciting. All right. Um, another game they announced is uh, Happy Tree Friends False Alarm for Xbox Live Arcade and PC. It's uh, going to be a downloadable title, I guess. Um, Happy Tree Friends, for those that don't know, is some sort of uh, online cartoon, I guess. Um, I've never heard of it ever before. <laughs> I'd heard of it before, but I've I never really watched it. My cousin showed it to me one time. It's uh, basically a really cutesy, cartoony style, like cartoon with really cute animals or whatever, and then really violent things happen to them. It's pretty graphic. Apparently, uh, a show of it debuted on G4 TV and MTV or something like that, and the show has sold more than a million copies on DVD, so... Hmm. I don't know, I guess it's pretty popular. (laughs) I don't think we know too much about the game, though, yet. Like, what you do in it or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's going to be similar to, um... uh, Oh, gosh, what was, uh... Um... What what was it, like, fur... For something from the Dreamcast? Fur Fighters, yeah. I don't think it's going to be like yeah, that. Or, Ra- or it could be a bit like Razor's Hell on the Xbox. Yeah. Which was like a, like you're a demon or something, but you, you got, you're got you in um, a cutesy world and stuff. You've got all these cute animals who are trying to kill you and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we know anything about it. But since it's going to be a downloadable title, I don't know. It's probably going to be more arcade style, I guess. Like, since it's going to be on yeah. the Xbox Live Arcade. Not sure. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll have to see about that. Yeah. Well, the thing I think is um, interesting about it, though, it shows that Sega is supporting um, the Xbox Live Arcade. So With original content, They said they were going to do it. Do what? With original content, too, not just classic True. Games. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we had some other information about Sega and Xbox Live Arcade, but um, I think that it, that is the interesting, you know, piece there that Sega... Um, you know, and I, I, I want to say, is, is the, are they like one of the first big developers to actually put an original game on the Xbox Live Arcade? I mean, who else has been doing that? Mm. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Original? Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but there probably is yeah. something. Yeah, so that, that that might be something to note. So Who, who made um, that whole, that Rocket game? Whatever it's called, it's not. I don't think it's got rockets in it, but it's called something. something boom, boom, Geometry Wars. No, Boom Boom Rocket. Wasn't that made by someone big? I don't know. I don't know anything about it besides the title. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about yeah. it either. Okay, we're obviously not that big Xbox Live Arcade gamers, so we'll have to see. I'm sure someone will uh, will tell us all about it later on. Hopefully. There goes bare hands again. Well, screw you. Oh, Boom Boom Rocket <laughs> was developed by Bizarre Creations. Yeah, they're pretty big. They're the same guys that did. Uh, Geometry Wars, right? No, wait. Am I thinking of somebody else? 
I don't know. My my uh, excited game though from this whole thing was Condemned to Bloodshot. Um, so I was I, I knew that Sega was going to be announcing it um, pretty soon, or I was hoping they would rather. Um, but I think the thing that did surprise me is that they're going to develop it not only for the Xbox 360, but for the PlayStation 3 as well. So what do you guys think about that? They said it's going to include multiplayer this time, and it's going to have all new offensive and defensive mo- defensive move for Ethan. Um, he's also going to have some new forensic tools. So what do you guys think about this game? Well, uh, yeah, I think the online play will be pretty exciting, but actually I probably shouldn't comment too much since I never actually played Condemned. What? Oh my goodness. This is a game that I've been trying to get Graham to play forever. I heard it was a really good game, so... I'll... It's a great game. It's it's by far my favorite Xbox 360 game it's yet. It's one of the scariest games I've ever played. Isn't life. it? I oh my gosh. I can't play it. It's so scary. <laughs> it, is, it is a really scary game, and yeah, it's just so There's only one so other awesome. game I've been so scared of in my life. What is that? That was Enemy Zero on the Saturn. Oh. Because the enemies are invisible in that, and... It... You've only got a really shit weapon which only fires like three feet. And it's just, you, you've got to judge when they're coming at you. So that's How can scary. you tell that they're coming at you if they're invisible? Uh, you've got this like radar that goes boop, 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 and then you hear these grounding sounds going. Oh, that is kind of... I'm getting scared right now. This, <laughs> this there's, there's this bit when you go into a cargo bay and it's all pitch, it's pretty much pitch black and you've got to run through and all you hear is like grounding and beeping and stuff. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But um, no, seriously, on, on Condemned though, I'm... Uh, it, it's such a great game just for the fact that it is one of the scariest games I've ever played. And they, the way that they've been able to um, just uh, implement the suspense in the game and, and everything goes along with it had really great graphics. The gameplay was really tight. I just thought um, the controls were good. Everything, I think, it just had the entire package and it was a great game. So Yeah, everything if, if, about it was really good. Yeah, and if if they can continue to do that with Bloodshot, I'll be really excited. So I can't see how the multiplayer is going to be that good, though, person. I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll have to see about that. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I am excited about that did you guys know about the um, the, the movie that they had planned for the original Condemned? They were it making a movie, movie in the works. I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, they were making a movie, and uh, it was supposed to be about. Um, I it wasn't going to involve Ethan Thomas at all, I don't believe. It was going to be about this other guy. And he basically um, finds out one day that, um, that, that, okay, aliens invade the Earth, right? And so there's like this massive war going on or something like that. And he finds out that he's like half alien or something like that. And he has to decide on which side he wants to choose to be on, the aliens or humans. What? So, Wait, you know, that are there huge aliens inner struggle. No, it's not. That's what's totally weird about it. What? Um, it had nothing to do with with the actual game. It seemed so. What? That's what sure? kind of struck me. Was it, did it? Are you sure it had anything to do with the game, or was it just some movie project? I'm the no, 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 no. This is I, I'm I'm almost 100 percent sure that um that this was about the game. So. Yeah, I remember reading about it and did mention Sega in it and stuff. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but. Uh, okay. Um, alright, that was about it for the Sega Gamers Day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there was, a, there was a bunch of other games that they also talked about. I mean, they, they talked about the club, um, and there was a few other games that, that we did know about, um, and that they did, um, uh, either show screenshots for and gave a little bit more information. But those are kind of, um, the three or four games I, I wanted to talk about here. But, um, if you check out, um, the, the site, you will see a lot more information about the other games, though. Yeah. So okay. Check it out. Um, alright, uh, let's see, more recently, okay, a website called Sega Online, um, posted some images of what, uh, they claimed were screenshots from Sega Vintage Collection for the Xbox Live Arcade, they showed, uh, Mm -hmm. um, Sonic the Hedgehog being run in, like, um, the frame, I guess, frame, like, it's like, I yeah, it basically think. made it yeah. look like it was like a like a, a menu screen yeah, for, for a possible yeah, like, like a Sega classic, game. yeah, in high def exactly. and all that. So, um, right. Kotaku picked up on it and they contacted Sega about it and asked them about it, and Sega gave a really non-committal, vague, ambiguous response, saying that right. the screenshots did not come from them. However, um, not too long ago, the ESRB updated their site with uh, rating information for. Echo the Dolphin and Sonic the Hedgehog on the 360. So, apparently, they are coming, despite the fact that Sega <laughs> kind of 
um, de- try to deny those screenshots. So we don't yeah. know if the whole Sega Vintage Collection label is actually going to be used or not, but regardless, it seems that we will be getting classic Genesis titles on the 360 sometime yeah. soon. The weird thing about the images was, there was a weird thing on the images which made it look a bit fake, because at the bottom it had a tagline saying, Sega, all the right moves. Or all the right Yeah, I don't really know what... That, because that's why Kotaku originally uh, connected, co- contacted Sega, because they said, what the hell is this? Otherwise it sounded like, the right moves, cause it like a sense. bad translation and or something, but the website was a foreign <laughs> site. I'm not sure what country they are. It yeah, was a the Dutch. Actual, it, the, scre- the screenshots were, like, that, that was actually on the screenshot, yeah. so that would be uh, on the screen. In, like, badly translated English or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. The screenshots still might have been fake, but who knows. Uh, yeah, yeah it looks sure. like what I find what I find funny though is that it does appear that that at least um, there's some um, you know shred of truth to all this. But I know Graham was uh, was caught a little bit of flack from some of the guys in the forums because he uh, he he thought that they were fake to begin with, and some of the other posters from Europe said that Sega Online, which is a Dutch Sega site, um, is pretty reputable. And so they, they, they said that if they were reporting it, it's most likely the truth. And, and Graham was uh, just being, uh, you know, a little cautious and as well as he should be. I don't think we should go off on every single yeah. little uh, limb and, and believe everyone. Um, so I think that, you know, that was the right thing to do. But it does look like it, it appears to be that um, there is some truth to this. So, so you, you'll be able to spend even more money on a Sonic the Hedgehog game that you probably own five or six copies of already. So... Hooray. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In other news, uh, there's... Didn't we talk about this already? Uh, the Captain S season finale? Um, no, no, no. I, no, we, I think it's just because of the fact that we had him on like last time or the time before. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the, the season wrapped up this past week with the very last episode. Um, Captain S, you know, he, he was able to save Video Land and, and the real world as well. Um, so... The thing is, is that it's just, it's such a great series, and me and Graham both are really big fans of it. Oh yeah. Um, but they really don't know what, what they're going to do next. They don't know if they're going to have um, a, a second season. I know that you know talking to, to Brett, he wants to do it again, but um, they just uh, they're, they're just not entirely sure what they're going to do from here on out. So hopefully we'll be able to see some more from these guys because I really think they have an awesome thing going with the Captain S show. Um, it would be really great if what I, I talked to him and I, one thing I thought would be really awesome is if G4 TV were to pick up because there's a lot of these little, um, you know, vi, um, Internet, um, you know, uh, video series that, you know, that that uh, that are out there. And there's some pretty good ones, too. And I thought it would be great if G4 TV were to have like a, a an hour long show. Um, you know, once a week, and they'd air these weekly episodes of maybe like four or five different, um, you know, different um, TV shows, like the small ones, maybe like 15-minute clips of each one, and they could just be a, a weekly series, and Captain S could be one of those. And I think that if they were to package it correctly, they could have a really interesting show, and, you know, it'd be about video games, which there's quite a lot of uh, non-video game um, TV shows on there now. So I think I've... Uh, I've watched about 45 episodes of Cheaters on G4 TV in the past week or two, so. Oh, I don't watch G4 that's all, TV. Yeah, it's, it, that's all that's pretty much on there now. Okay. Um, but I do love Cheaters, so. What I can't the hell is Cheaters? It's basically like, uh, it's all based in like, it's all filmed in Dallas-Fort Worth area, and it's just basically um, people catching each other cheating <laughs> on each other, like, you know, uh, couples and stuff. It's really funny. I mean, what does this so got just, to do with video games? It has nothing to do with video games. That's what's so ironic about it. That sucks. Yeah. Well, G4 TV, they're trying to transition into be more of like a um, a generic like male, you know, video or TV show or TV uh, channel now, kind of like Spike. I think they're heading in that direction. That's retarded. That sounds, yeah. yeah that well, sounds really they've strange. been airing like old Star Star Trek episodes for a while and just stuff <laughs> like that. So that's, that, Yeah. Exactly. So. Yep. That's what we got. Um, Great. The last bit of news, I'll talk about this real quick, um, if you don't mind, Nathan. Go ahead. Um, uh, if you remember back a couple months ago, we uh, we picked up on uh, a, what seemed to be a viral video that was uh, thrown up on YouTube, and it showed a Sega developer being kidnapped and held by a couple of geisha girls. And there was a there was some uh, 
clues and stuff and Graham was able to piece them together and he was able to track it back to an English marketing firm called Small Japanese Soldier and he was able to find out that they actually worked on uh, fur fighters and so he was able to kind of interconnect them with Sega and in the video it said that or it alluded that we'd find something out in April and obviously we haven't really found anything out about it so um, Graham and I we both contacted uh, Sega of America and he contacted Sega of Europe and neither of them really had any idea what we were talking about. The guy I, um, that guy I spoke to said, you know, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about any of our developers being kidnapped. So I, I know <laughs> it was kind of funny, but yeah. Um, so it really doesn't seem like they have any idea what's going on about this. I, I also, um, emailed small Japanese soldier haven't got anything back from them either. So I think that this could just be a, a fake video or something. I, I, I'm not really sure. It almost seems too good to be a, just a fake video, though. Yeah, and, it does seem a bit weird to be fake. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Graham? Uh, I'm not sure. My guy basically said that he just knew nothing about this, so I don't know if maybe he's too low down. He was a PR guy, but I don't know. He just didn't seem to know anything about the video at all. Hmm, okay. Um, so maybe though I don't know, maybe there's some section in Sega that like kind of keep it low down or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in the in the video they've got like the actual small Japanese soldier vi- um, logo and stuff in the background and it's, it says SJS in the corner and stuff. Right. So it sort of seems a bit weird that, that if someone's faking it, they're using all the logos and stuff. And I don't know, just. And that's such a just a, such a random <laughs> company. You know, it's just a a very small marketing firm in in England. Well, I mean. You think it's know. for something else? It could be, but I don't understand what's the point about using a, a Sega developer in the video. I don't, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, that is kind of... It, it seemed like... They're it, trying that, to torture him for information on the game, basically. Yeah, that's no, what the whole thing was. They were trying to get him to talk about this video game that he was developing. And he wouldn't talk. And they said that there was going to be... Or, you know, it it, it kind of uh, alluded that there was going to be some information being released in April... And it could be yeah. just be that they maybe they weren't ready to release some information, and maybe it'll come later on or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep our we'll keep our eyes out, and we'll see if anything comes of that. Um, but that's that's the new stand. Um, so we we found out about some of the games that Sega is going to be uh, developing and coming out with later this year and early next year. So some exciting stuff going on in the world of Sega right now. Um, next up, we're gonna we're gonna skip the water cooler this week. We're gonna go right into uh. f- to fact or fiction. Graham, I think it's a it's your turn to to throw some uh, fact or fiction questions okay. at me and me and Nathan right. this week. Oh boy! Okay, mine's mine's sort of a little different to what Chris was last week. Mine's sort of got like a theme behind it. Okay. And it's sort of like um, it's sort of like um, computer games related to um, films and other forms of media and stuff. Ah, okay. Licensed games then? Right. No, no, not like that. It's different. Okay. That. Uh, you, you'll see, there's sort of like a running theme behind them all. But... Okay, and let, let me say okay. real quick, the fact or fiction, it's basically just a, a, a short bit where we do, um, where we ask each other just different, we, we say different statements, and uh, whoever's whoever's not asking, or whoever is uh, asking the questions doesn't answer, of course. The other two guys, we uh, will either say fact or fiction at the end of the sh- at the end of the segment. Um, Graham will tell us our answers, and you can also play along at home or you know wherever you're at, and, and see how you do. So, Graham, go ahead. Okay. Bud. Okay. Right. Do you want me to run through all the questions first, or just run through one and then tell you if it's right or no, wrong? No, no. We'll, we'll go through them all, and then at the end, uh, right? You, okay. You can them. Okay. Um, in, okay. <laughs> right. In the um, in the awesome Jack, uh, Jackie Chan movie, Police Story Three: Supercop. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Jackie goes undercover to infiltrate a drug cartel, and um, when he's being introduced to the drug lord, he's made to wait while the drug lord finishes playing a game on the Mega Drive. Is that true or false? Oh jeez. Uh, so the drug lord makes him wait while he finishes playing on his computer game. Oh, oh. I don't know. Oh. I. I don't know if I've even seen this I'll say, movie. I'll say false. Okay, then I'm going to say true. Okay. Okay. I'll go to the next one. Uh, in Dead Man on Campus, at one point the guys chill out in their friend's room and play on the Sega Saturn. True or false? I've not seen this either. I have seen this movie, <sighs> and that's true. Okay, well then I'm going to go with Chris and say true also. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 
Okay. In um, Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie Chan gives a disabled kid his game gear. <laughs> true. <laughs> <He's> true. True. <laughs> I'm, uh, Graham, you're asking some crazy-ass questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one's slightly different. Don't worry. Okay. In Metropolis Street Race from the Dreamcast, the game features some uh, made-up radio stations. And on the on the radio stations, they have lots of songs and stuff. But they also have adverts between some of the songs. Okay. Some of the adverts featured are for real life products. Is that true or false? That's true. True. Okay. The only reason why I'm saying um, true is just because of the fact that I knew how much, um, how much time they put in into the you know the the background and just the environment and making you know realistic cities. So I would I, I I would assume that they would probably do something similar to something as you know so little as a radio station. So. Whatever. I'm just going with Chris because I've not played this game. <laughs> you never play Metropolis Street Racing? No, not really. I'm not big on racing games. He's Asian. Uh, <laughs> that <actually> well. Is... <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys probably won't know about this show. This is, this <laughs> oh, you mean like the other four questions you've asked? <laughs> okay. In the UK, there's a kids' show called News Round, which is basically a show that shows um, sort of news for kids. Well, oh, yeah, I love that show. I love it. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just... <laughs> What's all? Okay. Um, in, in, the, in the early opening sequence, um, they've actually changed, they've updated the sequence a little while ago, but in the one of the original opening sequences, they used to use various clips and random news stories they used to have. One of the clips showed Echo the Dolphin on the Mega Drive. True or false? Oh your questions suck, Graham. I want to say true just Hell for yeah. the fact that you have to be a complete psychopath to make something as crazy as this up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say true also, so if Chris gets it wrong, we both get it wrong. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Jeez, Graham. Uh, I'm going to have to say a big knock a damn it to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Okay, all right. That's okay. That, that's a I final. I do have answers. another one if you want it. Go, go for it. We might as well. It's probably going to be even you, more. You want another one? Sure. Actually, no, no, I won't. You have one because I'm not sure on the answer. Okay, so you can I'm save on that one. All right, all right. Tell <laughs> okay. us how we did. Okay. Okay. The first question um, about Police Story Three Super Cop. It's true. Jackie Chan is made to wait while the guy plays on the Mega Drive. Okay. I, I can't remember um, if I got that one, if I said true or false. You said true, he said false. Okay, so, okay, false. one to nothing, Chris. What? Damn it. <laughs> okay, in Dead Man on Campus, they do play on a Sega Saturn. It, That's true. And Nathan, you said true on that also, because you're copying me. I'm, I'm, I'm two for two right now, shooting for a thousand. Um, in, in, in Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie Chan does give his game gear, so All right. that's true as well. Three for three? Yeah, I knew that one. That was the only one I knew. <laughs> okay. In Metropolis Street Racer, they do have real adverts. Yeah. Um, if you want to, if you want a couple, there's one for um, Tango, which is a drink. I don't know if you guys have it in America. We have Tang. Okay. This is. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably slightly, sorry, something different. Yeah. This is Tango. Yeah. They got. They have that in the UK. It's okay. fairly big, I guess. And they also had an advert for Planet Perfecto, um, which is a dance sort of group, and they there's for a particular song, Bullet in the Gun, which is sort of big at the time when Metropolis Street Racer was released. Yeah. Um, that's just a couple of adverts off the top of my head, like I mentioned. Um, at the start of new rounds, they do show Echo the Dolphin on the Mega Drive, so that's true as well. Oh, boy. I got them all right. And, and Graham, did you realize in making this that every single one of your questions were true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've spent very much time putting this together. Hell, hey, I, I spent like... Hours. <laughs> no, good job suck. at uh, creating hey. some of the most vaguely and difficult questions you could ever ask, and I have no idea how I got every single one of them correct. But dumb yeah, luck, I did. Yeah, it's because you know, Chris. In the back of your mind, you know. I guess so. Yeah, That's right. I have some some kind of sixth sense where I can find random trivia <laughs> and, and, and know the answers. I guess. So <laughs> he's just pissed because he doesn't know. What? This, they were true false questions. He had a fifty fifty chance on every single one. <laughs> And obviously, I did better than you, so shut the hell up. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> this is not a test of the emergency broadcast system. It's Chris. I just want to say that we do know that I did not get the first one correct. Even though I was very excited, I uh, admit that I did not get it correct. And uh, we'll take better um, care to make sure that we 
know which ones we got right and which ones we got wrong in the future. So just want to apologize for that, and I now return you to your regularly scheduled Nerdcast. Okay, uh, for flashback this week, we've been playing Streets of Rage. Woo! Uh, on the on the Mega Drive version, or Genesis. Where it's called the Genesis. It's called wait, the wait, Drive. I thought it was on the PC. I was just playing it. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, I'm just what? kidding. Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. See, you've, you've just ruined the whole segment there. Go Way to go. Okay, Chris. carrying on. <laughs> yeah, um... As I said, the the game was originally released on like the Genesis. Um, it's called Bare Knuckle in Japan, but Streets of Rage in all the other regions. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, they did actually port it across to the Game Gear and the Master System. But in the Game Gear version, I know that they they cut out the character of Adam, so you could only play as Axel and Blaze. But then again, they're the two best characters. So isn't wow. Adam the black uh, guy too? Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, yeah, the game was recently released on the Virtual Console um, earlier this year. Well, mm-hmm. not that recent, actually. It's February the 19th. But um, also, the um, game featured a two-player cooperative mode, which um, the rival Final Fight on the SNES did not at the time. Right. Yeah. The release. Super Nintendo version of Final Fight sucked. And, and from from what I was read and you know just growing up and, and all that stuff, Sega pretty much made Streets of Rage to compete against Final Fight. Isn't isn't that correct? Is that true? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. Yeah, so... I, I'd, I'd personally say Streets of Rage is the best, better game, anyway. I think so, too. I And what what really amazed me after playing it throughout the week is how well it stands up to time. I think it aged really well. Um, a, a lot of these classic games that you'll go back and play, um, you'll realize just how crappy they were. But Streets of Rage is actually still pretty fun to this day, and I think that that is... a really just a testament to how great the games were that Sega was making back in the early 90s. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I totally enjoyed playing it. I actually completed it again. Uh, I played it through twice, actually. I've, um, I did find it a little bit easier than I used to, for some reason. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I still enjoyed every second I played mm-hmm. of it. So. Yeah, I really like really Streets good. of Rage. I think Streets of Rage 2 is the best in the series by far, but mm-hmm. Streets of Rage 1 is pretty good. Like My favorite stage yeah. in that game is... Uh, the elevator stage, just because you can throw yeah. everybody off it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. What, what's your tactic in in playing the game? I, I use like the hit and run tactic. I like try to go in and, and get a few hits in and run away. Oh no, no! I, I run in, grab them, and knee them a few times, and throw them. Yeah, or, or the the flying knee is also really good too. Just jump in and yeah. just throw flying knees everywhere. So, so you do you play as Axel? Yeah, too, I do. I like Axel. Yeah, I play as Axel too. My brother always plays as well, plays. Uh, I completed with Ax, uh, yeah, Axel and Adam when I played mm-hmm. it. And Adam's really good though; cause he's got long range kicks and he does a flying kick thing. So yeah, uh, the um, yeah the one thing that I did like about I love about the game is the fact that the three characters are actually pretty different. Yeah, they have different fighting styles mm-hmm. and stuff. That's a, that's a good point, <laughs> and and that's what what is is kind of um, funny because some of those games back back in those days they'd have multiple characters, but they were, I don't think that they were diverse enough. Um, to really, you know... Like Double Dragon? Yeah, exactly. Um, they, they didn't do enough to change up the fact that, you know, that there were two different people. They would just have the same fighting styles, um, similar to, to Ken and, and Ryu um, in Street Fighter Two. but I don't think anyone will, will complain about that. I think that's maybe the exception to the rule when you have those two, because it's just they're, so, they're such good characters, but, you know, that's not a hero there. What are you talking about now? I'm just saying <laughs> that Street Fighter Two is okay. To have two characters with the same fighting styles just because of the fact... Ryu and Ken are different, though. They have different strengths and weaknesses now, especially in, like, Street Fighter 3. I'm talking about back in the old days. You can't even count Street Fighter 2 so much as just Street Fighter 1, where they were just... Ken was there as the second player or whatever the hell it was. I don't think anyone ever really played Street Fighter 1. It's always just Street Fighter 2 and on. Yeah, I played it a long time ago. Yeah, it's... Wasn't that good as well. Yeah, gosh, we're so off topic now. Um, but <laughs> oh, hell yeah. we have like a, a, a severe cases of ADD all all in each and every one of us. So, um, but yeah, Streets of Rage was definitely a great game. Still holds up today. Um, so if you haven't played it, I would definitely suggest that you go out and take a look at it because there's a 
you know, it's just a really great game. And you know, I don't know, is it on any compilation disc that Sega's put out in the last few years on any of the the newer systems? Aside from um, the virtual console, can you pick it up on like a? It was in the it was in the Japanese Sonic Gems collection, which and the, it was removed um, for the U.S. release, which sucked. <laughs> why would they do because that? Because of the rating issue, I think. Oh, I'm pretty I see. sure that's why. It okay. sucks, though. Yeah, all three Seeds of Rage games were um, on the Sonic Gems collection. It's really sad that we didn't get it. Jeez. Well, what 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 was uh, what was Streets of Rage rated at then? Was it like uh, a teen or something? I don't know. What is it rated now on the Virtual Console? I'm not sure. But I mean, does it does it feature any blood or anything like that? Mm, uh, no, I don't think so. It's just it doesn't even have an age rating over here. It's just consistent violence, I guess. I don't know. Somebody. What's going on over there? Hmm. Oh, my What's wife that? just came in real quick. Um, okay. Hold on. Let me see if it's on the ESRB website. Uh, well, Streets of Rage on the Wii is rated E10+. Okay, that's what it was. What because the hell? So... Streets of Rage 2 for the Wii, which I guess, is is that out yet? On the Wii no, console? I don't think it's so. It's rated everyone. What the heck? <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. Okay. Oh, well. You do have those women walking around in lingerie at one point. That could be what it was. With the whips, you know. No, they're just... Streets of Rage is rated E10 plus for violence, and Streets of Rage 2 is rated E for animated violence. So that doesn't seem very consistent. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. Oh, another oh. thing to mention about this series is uh, the music was really awesome. Yuzo Koshiro, he composed the music oh, yeah. for yeah. like all three games mm -hmm. uh, in the style of like European electronic, and it was pretty pretty badass. Like the soundtracks are really awesome. I think Streets of Rage 2 has one of the one of the, the more memorable soundtracks from the 16-bit era. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well I done. Streets of Rage 2 is better, but I haven't played Streets of Rage 3 yet. Yeah, Streets of Rage 2 is better. Okay. So, all right, that, that's the flashback. I think we've uh, we've we've talked quite a bit um, about uh, Streets of Rage. We all had fun playing it, and I think we can all agree that uh, we definitely still recommend this game. Um, so, uh, so get it where you can get it and, and just try to get it and play it because it's a fun yeah. game. Um, if you haven't gonna... played it, you're a bad person. <laughs> yes, and you're probably going to go to hell. Um... Just like we are after this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, now we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing this week. And uh, and Graham and I, I can tell you right now that we've been playing a heavy dose of Halo 3 beta. Hell so, yeah, we have. Uh, Graham, um, I, I know that you're, you're probably the most excited person I've ever met about uh participating in a beta so tell us a little bit about uh about the game and oh, what good, you're, huh? you're liking so much about it uh what do you want me to say about it i want you to tell us what the hell the game's about man what the, everyone knows what it's about okay it's halo. what okay what oh, <laughs> jesus christ what does halo 3 feature that halo 2 does not how about you tell us that okay Since i have to walk you through this oh, amateurs just, yeah i don't know i don't know what people like um Okay, basically, the first start that the first thing you'll probably notice is that they've got loads of different weapons in the game. Um, they brought back the big um, assault rifle that I had in the first um, Halo game, which mm -hmm. I'm so happy about because that battle rifle just sucks. Uh, I really hated the battle rifle from Halo Two. Um, they've added like loads of cool bigger guns now. Um, they've got like a huge machine gun, like some sort of rocket launch type thing, not like a normal rocket launcher they have. It's it's a different one that sort of fires. Um, it's sort of like a cross between the rocket launcher and the brute shot thing. Yeah. They fire sort of little missile things, but mm -hmm. yeah. Um, they've also got um, other dual-wielding weapons that you have. There's one called a spiker, which um, it's, basically, it's basically like the, the SMGs, but I think it's more powerful. Every time I've used it, I managed to take people down a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, they've got new vehicles in it. Um, on the beta, they've got, um, what's it called? Oh, the Mongoose? They've got a little, it's basically yeah. like a... It's like, a little two-man vehicle. Right, it's, it's basically an, a four-wheeler ATV, and, and one of the guys uh, yeah. who's riding on it can jump on the back, and he can shoot with it whatever weapon he has equipped. So yeah, and really um, fun. it's great for carrying like bomb carriers or flank carriers and stuff. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, they they're showing off three new levels in the beta testing. They've got um, one which is my favorite called um, Valhalla, which is like a really big open map uh, with two bases, one at each end, and it, it looks sort of like the scenery from the original Halo game. Mm. If you can imagine the first time you land on Halo, the scenery is all just like that. It's yeah, really you're right. It's yep. really nice. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that is a really good level for bomb, bomb the base and capture the flag and stuff. And uh, that just in general, that level is so much fun. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they've also got um, they've got a snow level, which is like a sort of big open snow snowy level with these bases that are underground and like these different tunnel sections and stuff. I, have, I actually and, uh, really pretty... don't like that level for a couple of reasons. Yeah. For for one, that, like, the... what are your reasons? Yeah. Do what? Okay, I'll tell you. Go for it. Um, yeah. At first, I thought that just the snow looks very unrealistic. I thought we were playing on white sand. I literally thought it was sand really? at first. Yeah. Oh. But what I really don't like about it is when you're engaging like a an enemy, you're you're looking around and shooting at him, and then you're you're also moving. But there's so many like little holes and like cliffs on it that you'll just you'll, if you're backing up and you're not really looking where you're going, you fall, and you know you're you're subjected to you know a lot of grenades being thrown at you, or um, you know you're almost killing a guy, and right before you get the kill, you'll fall down a cliff and fall into like a, a little you know a, a cave or something, and you know you don't get the kill or whatnot, but. I that happened to me several times and it was really frustrating. Maybe you just suck. That that probably <laughs> yeah, has a, a lot to do with it too. But yeah. um, there's one thing that I hate on that level is in one of the underground bits. There's all this blue lighting, so even if you're on the red team, you suddenly look blue. Yeah, you're right. It's the most confusing thing ever. Yeah, it you is. You don't know what's going on. You suddenly get shot. You're like, you're on my team. Oh no, no, you're not. Actually. Oh. <laughs> that's that's a good point because there is it, it does there's um in in the bases it class, casts a. A, a, a blue, um, the lighting is kind of a bluish tint. So, um, like Graham said, it makes all the characters look blue. So yeah, it's kind of tough. But um, uh, they've also got one other level, which is um, oh, it's it's sort of like one of the levels in Halo Two. I can't remember the name of it. It's the one with the big wheel on it. It's like a sort of big. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget what. You know it, what yeah. I, yeah, I can never remember my Halo levels. And even like, but uh, yeah, this one's like basically it's sort of like a sort of dusty setting. It's like an old ruined base basically, mm-hmm. which has got like holes in the walls and stuff. And um, you've got like one base, and you've got like a sort of beach setting where you sort of run up the hill, and you've got to. Uh, it's basically they mainly have like capture the flag and bomb the base in it and stuff. Right. And it's it's a pretty fun level. It's pretty well designed, but um, I'd, I'd still say Valhalla is my favourite one out of all three. There's only they've only got three on the beta testing right now. Okay. Yeah, very great game though. So, are you are you excited for the the full game when it comes out in September? Oh God, yes, I am. Yeah, now they've <laughs> actually got the, the decent weapons in it. Because <laughs> one thing I hate about Halo Two is the weapon selection. Oh like, really? I I just think that battle rifle is just the most pathetic weapon. I know some people could really good at it; they could get headshots every time and stuff. But do, I don't know. I, just, I never could. Do you like the battle rifle in the, the um, in Halo Three? They've made it worse. I don't, I don't understand. They've made it worse somehow. So I thought. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Okay. Hmm. Well, fair that enough. Is that, that is the one weapon I won't use because it's just so crap. Okay. All right. So that's yeah. that's the main game we've been playing. Uh, anything else you got going on, Graham? Yeah. Um, one game I got a few weeks ago was Spider-Man 3 for the Wii. Mm-hmm. And this game got some really bad reviews. But yeah, personally, I, I enjoy it. I, I think it's a lot of fun. Well, that's good. Um, you like anything. I was actually... I, I was a fan of... Um, I was fine with Spider-Man 2 on the Xbox myself, anyway. Well, you've been, I, I've been an overall general Spider-Man video game fan, though, isn't that right? I mean, I know that you've, yeah, you've kind of liked I, that entire series. Yeah, although I didn't like the first Spider-Man movie game, personally. I, that, that I found really boring. Okay. The thing I like about Spider-Man 2 and 3 is the fact that you can swing through the entire city, and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. I just love the whole swinging thing. Did you and play the Wii, so... Spider-Man? Did you say you like to go no, swinging? I never, I never played that one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Who you doesn't? swing. In, okay, no, okay, I, uh, I won't uh, go into that anymore. Yeah, I go swinging all over the city. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, uh, on the Wii, it's a lot of fun though because the controls. Because like you actually um, use the remote and the um, nunchuck as your different arms for the swinging. Uh huh. So you can actually swing the t- with the two arms. Whereas on like the Xbox and stuff, you just tap the button and he'll just swing randomly, basically. So you can actually get some really accurate, really good, fast swinging going on the Wii. Is it pretty accurate? But, uh, it is pretty accurate, actually. When you first start playing it, you'll be like, what the fuck, you won't be able to do it at all. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tricky when you first start, but after about 10 minutes, I was, I was like pretty much mastering it. And you've got all these extra cool moves and stuff in the game over like Spider-Man 2, which you can do. And the animation is so much better. Like, um, just the way Spider-Man goes around walls and stuff, like, um, he, like, he also jumps over cars. If you're running out of car, he'll suddenly slide over and stuff, which never used to happen in Spider-Man 2. Hmm. Um, the the Wii version is different to the Xbox version though, and I hear the Xbox version is actually much better. There's a lot more to do and stuff. Oh, is that right? Still, what I, what I've played on the Wii, um, I enjoyed it. I've completed the main storyline. I've got loads of stuff to find as well, and I've got to 
they've got loads of gangs and stuff that you take on, and I've still got to kill all them off. But yeah, so far it's pretty good. Hmm. Okay. And I've, one other game I've been playing. <laughs> this is probably one of the most controversial things if any Sega fan will actually hear on this. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. I've been say. playing. Yeah, I've, I, Nathan knows about this as well. But basically. <laughs> I, I've been playing Sonic Heroes. I got it the other day, uh-huh. and it's it's <laughs> be, fast become one of my favourite Sonic games. Oh my Is that God. right? Wow! Absolutely. <laughs> Going out on a limb. Oh God! Um, I do not see what is wrong with this game at all. I cannot see why it got so badly slated. I'm, it's not the best Sonic game, but it is good. I think. I'm going to have to pick it up because for some reason or another, I just totally skipped that game and I've never played it. But Graham, now that missing much. well, I've I've wanted to get it just in in the past, and I've almost bought it several times. But for some reason or another, I just never have. But now after you said that, Graham, I I think I may have to. Uh, the thing about the game is, it's got possibly some of the best graphics I've ever seen in any Sonic game. The levels are so well designed. Mm-hmm. The levels look amazing in the game. Yeah, <laughs> you shut up, Nathan. Um, the people are saying that the um, controls and stuff are really awkward. I find the controls perfect. I can't see what's wrong with them at all. I actually enjoy using the different characters and stuff. Um, so also, you got the different teams, and each different team has a sort of their own storyline and stuff. Yeah, well, so t- tell us what the well, tell us what it's about because I'm actually interested in hearing a little bit about it. What's what's the premise okay. of the game? Base, uh, eight, um, you've got how, how many teams you got? You got four different teams. You have got Team Sonic, Team Rose, Team Chaotix, and Team Dark. Okay. Um, team Sonic is Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. Obviously, Team Dark is. Um, one of the robots, Dr. Robotnik's robots, I can't remember which one it is. Um, anyway, and it's got Rose and Shadow. And then you've got Team Rose, which has got Big the Cat, Amy, and some sort of rabbit thing, I can't remember the name. Cream the <laughs> Rabbit. That's the one, yeah. Big Sonic fan over there. And you've got Team Chaotix, which has got three guys I've never seen before. They're from Knuckles Chaotix on the 32X. Which I've never played, so great. Okay, cool. <laughs> um... Yeah, and basically each each team has got sort of got their own storyline, but they follow the same levels and stuff. And um, that the storyline, to be honest, the storyline isn't that amazing. It's basically um, each team's um, well, the team Dark and Team Sonic. They basically after Doctor Robotnik um, to try and stop him from whatever he's doing. Of course, team Rose like trying to team Rose are trying to find um, Big the Cat's frog and some sort of KO thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Team Chaotix, you've got to find different things on each level. There's like the first level, you had to find um, ten different little seashell things. Yeah, and their levels are terrible. And, um, but each le- they've all got they all follow the same sort of level, so each level is pretty much the same. However, they're also slightly different as well. Um, you like you go different routes and stuff, and um, you might end at a different part of the level and stuff like that. And um, but the one thing I love about the levels is the fact that there's um, lots of different routes within it. Like like how the original Sonic games used to be, like you used to have loads of different routes you like, but on like the two D games you could only really go up or down. With this you can right. sort of go, you got left and right, up and down yeah. everywhere basically. No, so when you're going along, you'll sort of see the path split up in like three or four different directions, and you can choose which way you want to go. And normally the different paths um, are catered for each different character because in each team you've only got three characters, but you've got um, each one has a set um, power it's like skill basically. So like Sonic is a fast guy, Tails can fly. And Knuckles is like strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. So if you take a power route, right, so you'll be you have to mainly play as Knuckles, and you basically um, you'll be more fighting, more breaking blocks and stuff, um, trying to get through that little section. Or if it's um, a ta- if it's um, a flying bit, then you'd want to, you'll be jumping more, you'll be trying to fly over gaps more and stuff. And the enemies will be higher up, so you have to attack the enemies in the air. And Team Sonic will always be like a really fast um, fast route to go, basically. And just um, the way the levels play out, I just love it so much. Um, there's one level in particular I really enjoyed, which is a casino level. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys have played Sonic 2, obviously. Yeah. If you remember the um, casino night zone. Yes. Very, very it's, cool. It, very, very good level. Yeah, this level reminded me so much of that. When you like go on the pinball machines and stuff, and like, um, but basically the whole level is like being on a giant pinball machine. And uh, I hated that level. I just loved it so much. I hated that level it's so, so good. much. It's so confusing oh, and gaudy, and I think that's why I liked it so much. It's so crazy. So much stuff was happening at the time. It's just oh. madness, brilliant. Nah, the game is so bad. <laughs> like, okay, what don't you like? Just, about it's it? not a good Sonic game because you're stuck with two other characters, and you're constantly having to switch to overcome obstacles placed in front of you, and it totally breaks the flow of the game. And 
It's yeah, it just makes it a lot slower. This game, this game plays faster than Sonic Adventure Two and Sonic 06. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the problem, so you okay? You're telling me the Tails, Robotnik, um, Knuckles, and Rose levels. I'm not counting those levels. Well, they're, they're part of the game. They're essentially part of the game. You have to play those levels to complete the game. Whereas in this, you're just running... You yeah, but you don't have... You, you, at least in Sonic Adventure 2, you get full stages where you have nothing but Sonic. And you can run through the whole thing fast. In this one, every single stage is chopped up into segments of speed and then flying and then whatever the hell else. And it's really, really annoying. And I just... I hate having to switch back and forth. It's stupid because whenever you see something coming up, you have to switch. And a lot of times, I'll end up switching to the wrong person. And then there's, like, the enemies, which are really, really bad and... Oh, the enemies were terribly designed and uh, really, really ugly and not fun at all to fight. Like <laughs> you'd have to do different things and switch to different people to overcome, like kill different enemies. It was just see, that's what I like. I think that's what I like about it. It's, the action is really good. No, fun. it was terrible. I hated pretty much everything well, about that game. Ah, uh, the thing that I never liked about Sonic Adventure and. Um, the Sonic 06 and stuff was the fact that when you're Sonic, the the fighting was really boring. You just t- literally tap A all the time away. Yeah, but that was the point. You, why should you have no. to fight anything? That was the entire point of the original Sonic the Hedgehog concept was to avoid fighting enemies. You can just jump on them or roll through them. That was all he had to do. And I think the homing attack that they implemented in Sonic Adventure and that they've continued to use is the best best possible way to um, deal with enemies as far as Sonic goes. Yeah, no, I, I think you make a good how, point, how, though. However, <laughs> however, I will say that this game would be better if it just had, like, Sonic and Shadow in it, where you literally just run through the levels. I will admit that it could be better like that. Well, then it wouldn't it be is, Sonic like, Heroes, because then you wouldn't be stuck with your dumb other co-hero. <gasps> Ooh. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, basically, I'm saying that if Sega ever make another Sonic game, like a 3D Sonic game, I'd want them to make the levels like they are in this, but with just with Sonic, okay. maybe Shadow. Awesome. I think the art style, the art direction was decent, at least in the first few levels, but then the level design itself falls off pretty badly, especially towards the end of the game. Well, I, I haven't completed the game yet. I've played most of Sonic's, most of Team Dark's, and a little bits of the others. And um, so far, I love Ugh. it. I think the levels I really hated how you had to amazing. beat each level four times, also. Just to get, because then after you beat the game with all four teams, then you have to do the final thing. But I, it's just such a pain in the ass because it's so tedious. The fact that the levels are different with each team. They're only barely different, different. and the the differences they make, like especially with Team Chaotix, where you have to do horrible fetch quests, was just like I hated searching (laughs) for stuff. It was like I wanted to kill myself when I couldn't find like one of the stupid flowers or something. Is it is it backwards compatible with a Xbox 360? Um. The Xbox version? Actually, you I know? don't know. If you have Which a Wii, version do you have, Graham? If you have a Wii, you can just play it on the GameCube version. Yeah. Okay, you have a GameCube yeah, version. Okay. I've got the GameCube version just slapped in. Yeah, I have to check on that. So how would you rank but, this game in the overall, you know, Sonic, you know, list? God. I, I said something to Nathan that he got really angry at me about, but I prefer this to Sonic and the Secret Rings. Really? Okay. Well, I, I can't really... Sonic and the Secret Rings really annoyed me towards the end of it. I just got so frustrated. I don't know, I yeah. can kind of understand that, because Secret Rings was pretty different. But as, I don't know, as far as Heroes goes, I would say it was um, less fun than Sonic 2006, and I hated 2006. Really? Okay. Because <laughs> at least well, in 2006, you're not stuck with Tails and Knuckles and all the other stupid, annoying characters following you around and did i mention that they talk constantly throughout the levels you can't shut them up and it's <laughs> they don't talk constantly it's, it's, it's really annoying, annoying. And okay well you know what i'm gonna go pick up the game tomorrow and we'll and i'm gonna have to yeah. say so next week on the nerdcast i'll be able to talk about it um graham you've had too much time to talk about what you've been playing because uh, yeah you've been stealing the the the, the uh, spotlight but um Next up, though, I want to I want to tell you what I'm playing because I have a really great game. I think it's probably one of the most underrated games on the Xbox, and I think a lot of people didn't play it and didn't give it a, a really fair chance. Is Call of Thulu? Um, you know, like I said, for the Xbox, is basically Cthulhu, Cthulhu or Thulu, whatever. Yeah, how do you pronounce it? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, it's, spell it. Spell it. I think it's, it's like C T H U L H U, Thulu. That's that's it. Sounds great to me. Um, yeah, Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, an, it's based on an H.P. Lovecraft book. Who um, who's you know who's a really popular and classic 
horror writer. But it's basically about, you're, it's based in like the early 1900s, like around 1920, and you're a, a detective, and you are called to go into this, like a coastal town, where these people are kind of, um, they're kind of locked away from society, and uh, apparently they've been um, inbreeding with each other, and they're just really weird looking, kind of really almost monstrous looking. Um, and there's there's a, a guy who came in to try to um, open up a grocery store, and he went missing, and so you're kind of um, trying to figure out what happened to him, and none of the people are, are wanting to help you out, and it just seems really weird and eerie. Um, but it revolves a lot of um, of like witchcraft and kind of satanic um, things that are happening with this these people. They they have a very strange religion called um, the Church of Dagon is is what it's called, and there's just a lot of weird stuff going. On. It's, it's it's a first person. Um, I, I want to say shooter, but there's really not a whole lot of shooting going on, at least in the the first third of the game, which I, which I'm currently on. And you, you're basically just going around um, following clues and trying to discover this this uh, mystery what's going on. You're, you have to go from you know places to place to place, um, unlocking things and and just doing various things to try to advance the storyline. It's really fun, just really creepy, and and they do some really cool stuff with it because throughout the game when you um, when you get hurt. Each piece of your body can get hurt. Like you can break an arm, or your chest can get cut, your arm, your legs can break, and your, your face can get hurt. And you actually have to go into the menu screen and heal, or you know, put different kinds of um, me like medicine to whichever part of your body. And like if you have, you can put a splint on your arm and, and things like that. It's kind of neat, and they do some cool stuff. And it's also um, has a, a a mixture of what was that early GameCube game. Um, where it had like a lot of the um, weird um, odd, like video effects in it. Eternal um, darkness. You know, Eternal darkness. Yeah, it has a little bit of that in it to where um, if if your the main character sees like a, any kind of like really creepy scenes, then he can start hallucinating. And if you get if he does it too much, and then he'll start breathing real fast, and the controller will start shaking and vibrating. You can hear his heartbeat, and then eventually he'll he can commit suicide if he just goes too crazy. Huh. Um, so it's really cool. There's not a whole lot of fighting going on with it, and I kind of like that. It's a change of pace in a lot of the games I've played. Um, so, you know, it, it, I'm still early on into the game, um, but I'll be able to talk a little bit more about it later. But I'm having a blast with it now, and I, I feel bad that I never really played it um, when it first came out, but it, it's really a great game. So I definitely suggest when, you guys when you play like, it. When you, like, break an arm or something, can you not use that arm anymore? Well, if, if you get hurt... Well, you don't really use your arms so much. Like, there's there's no like guns yet. I mean, there are later on in the game. Okay. But if you're if, uh, you're, if you if break you, a leg, yes. will you like? Yeah, if you break your leg, you'll start walking a lot slower, or you'll start like walking with kind of a limp, and you have to fix yourself before you can walk faster. So it does affect gameplay also, and so it's kind of okay. Neat. So it's sort of a bit like Resident Evil and stuff then. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So yep. So That's if cool. if you hadn't uh, if you hadn't played it, but you see it in GameStop, definitely give it. You know, a try. It's like less than ten dollars. So if you know, and it's uh, it's compatible with the Xbox 360 as well. So you guys who uh, traded in your Xboxes or sold them off, you have no excuse now. You have to get the game. So oh that's what, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Nathan, you've been playing anything? Um, actually, not really. Like, I'm on my summer vacation right now, at least for another week before I have summer school starting up and okay. I've just been staying at home and watching South Park <laughs> you're I'm, such a loser um, hey so screw you no, no I've been more... playing Puzzle Quest on the PSP like like in my spare time between there episodes. you go PSP that's a good guy uh, so what about Pokemon yeah, yeah I've been gonna... playing some Pokemon too on, on and off not like hardcore anymore I beat the game so now it's just like more laid back have you caught them all no I have not caught them all <laughs> okay well that that's great <laughs> Hopefully, um, one day you'll be able to catch them all and become the ultimate Pokemon battler, whatever you guys call yourselves. The Pokemon so, master. Just, there you go. What, Nathan, have you seen the um, South Park with Chim Pokemon? Yes, I saw that one. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> just just bringing that up ever since the Pokemon talk and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, that, that, that about wraps up our show. Um, I want to uh, want to say one thing, though, before we leave. Um, I want to thank some of the guys on our forums that are always coming up with some really great news tips for us. And they're making our site better by just uh, contributing and linking to so many different um, news stories out there. Um, there's Aki at 
Fruits of Her Womb and Revenge of Joe Musashi. Uh, those are pretty much the, the top three guys who are always feeding us some good stuff. So, guys, keep it up. We appreciate it. Um, you definitely are contributing to the site in, in every way you can. And uh, thank you. And please keep it up. And everyone else, um, you can like you can do what they do. You can um, post threads in the forums. We'll post it up. We'll give you credit for it. Or you can send us tips by um, the link in our sidebar. You can do that. Um, so just please keep tips coming because uh, we need it. We, we, we don't know everything that's going on out there. So keep it up. And uh, thanks, guys. And uh, we appreciate it. So um, that's about it. Uh, have a nice week. And I uh, hope you don't uh, die this week. So take it easy. <laughs> that's more good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've been thanks. playing Call of Duty, so it, it, I'm, I'm in a couple of those movies, So, All right, fellas. Take it easy. Have a great week. Later.